0: Hello, I'm Jan Gilhuis, working
1: for IDH on our Vanilla program. I'm sitting here together with Don Seville. And I'm from the Sustainable Food Lab in the United States. And together we're managing a program called the Sustainable Vanilla Initiative. And this is an opportunity for us to share uh, what vanilla offers to farmers and the environment and the challenges that we're trying to tackle through our coordination of the industry we have been brought together with the major global vanilla companies to try to think about what can we do to rescue and grow this product which can support good livelihoods from farmers and we have two sets of challenges to overcome right now how do we keep quality high so that people will continue to buy vanilla at this time when prices are very very high But we know prices won't stay high for long, and the historic norm is for vanilla not to have a high price for farmers. So along with trying to address the problems now with quality, we have to think about how do we get good returns for the farmer throughout the years to come, such that they'll continue to invest in vanilla, they'll get a decent return for their families, and we can grow the natural vanilla market. And these two challenges have led to the creation of the Sustainable Vanilla Initiative, where IDH and the Sustainable Food Lab are facilitating a consortium of companies to get together and say, what can we do to both address the short-term problems of uh, quality and some security issues facing the farmer, and how do we create a better long-term market which offers a fairer price to farmers, but the obligation is the farmers improve quality and create traceable supply chains. We have a buyer's platform, so
0: nothing happens without collaboration with the local stakeholders. So we have engaged since the beginning to define what, what is the agenda, uh, how do we have a common agenda with the local Stakeholders, which are the exporters, but also the collectors, the middlemen, if you like, and the producers uh, all together. And they are organized in Madagascar. It happens that they have an organization uh, that gathers all these uh, people and also the local government. What What is their vision? And we have been able to draw an agenda about uh, creating a more professional organization, a more professional sector being professional, being able to drive programs, driving projects, extension services for farmers, even research, uh, quality labs, all those
1: things have to be organized by a group of people from the sector. So the companies who are part of the Sustainable Vanilla Initiative are not just working with us to approach the government, but they're also trying to reach more directly to farmers. Um, So right now, they've engaged about 20% of the farmers in Madagascar with projects in which they help them create cooperatives. Um, They help the farmers improve quality. They're helping the cooperatives cure some of their own vanilla to get value add. And they're helping address social problems like food security. These are very important programs. And so the mission of the Sustainable Vanilla Initiative is to both improve the sector, but also support our companies to reach more farmers and do a more effective job in the work with the farmers and cooperatives about improving vanilla production and quality. On top of that, we are trying to build some more system-wise tools
0: like traceability tools. Traceability is seen as a backbone of of transparency and. creating more structure to the sector. Besides that, there, is also another, there are other topics like the exporters uh, and the sector wants to show that they are not involved in child labour. So we have a large project together with ILO at the moment to build up awareness raising, but also the control system for that. They signed this code of conduct that needs to be implemented. Uh, all that work is also
1: being done in, in uh, together with SVI. And another very challenging situation with vanilla is that Madagascar is the largest origin and they have a history of producing good quality vanilla, but there's no research being done on how to improve vanilla going to the future. There is no system of extension or continued learning about what good agricultural practices are. So, it's a a kind of a shocking situation for such an important crop that there's not an organized support of research and extension to continually improve uh, farmers' production. So, the Sustainable Vanilla Initiative, together with our company partners, is going to work with the government to see if we can create a national curriculum of good practices uh, to see if we can help plant a seed of a new center of excellence around vanilla quality with the goal of supporting the farmers in the future years with improving their vanilla production and quality. And I think as a final uh, strategy that we are implementing is, uh, if, if
0: you recall, one of the biggest issues in the vanilla sector is the volatility in the market, right? The peak prices, the boom and bust is definitely disruptive. Right, People uh, plant a lot to, uh, when the prices are high, then prices plummet, and then everyone de-invests again, and, and there is a cycle of about 10 years with very low prices under poverty level, and then suddenly it goes up again and it falls, and no one likes that. Therefore, we try to. I mean, how could we contribute to to more market stability? And one of the things we are working on at the moment, at least, is also to see uh, to support new origins. So we are working with a program at this moment in uh, in Uganda with the local sector to try to redevelop that area for. And then, in, in, of course, I and mean, when you have a restart, you can start to try to do it in a proper way. So more traceable, more sustainable production, and so forth. So you're in the beginning of a new cycle that you want to assure that it can last for longer. And Don, just is coming, just coming back from Uganda, so maybe you want to talk about your experience Uganda.
1: So Uganda used to be a good producer of quality vanilla. Um, And it became very small during the years when prices were lower for vanilla because there was too much vanilla on the market. Um, But there's farmers there who are very excited about vanilla. Uh, It's a crop which can be grown in a wonderfully complex agroforestry system with other crops like coffee and and sorghum as a food crop. So it's very attractive from a, a farmer development perspective. Um, So we've been talking with the Minister of Agriculture and the Association of Exporters about how we can help that industry in Uganda grow back to its historic levels. Um, And that's going to be an ongoing conversation because uh, a healthy global market needs multiple origins so that a single storm in a country like Madagascar won't create global chaos uh, because we do need our high quality ice cream every year. So it's counterintuitive, um, and I think it's not easy to explain to a Malagasy farmer how growing more vanilla in Uganda will make their lives better. In the short term, it does seem like competition, but what has plagued the Malagasy farmers is that when there's a supply shortage and prices go very, very high, then they're at risk for thieves and when there's too much production and the market shrinks because quality has gone down then prices go down too far so in the short term helping the ugandan farmers grow more vanilla creates more competition for malagasy farmers but in the long terms it should reduce the amount that prices go up and it should reduce the amount that prices go down So that means that farmers will tend to get a better price most years, but they're less likely to get the very high and the very low. And that will be a benefit to the Madagascar farmers.
0: That means that the market will be more stable.
1: So the SVI in the last two years has made some good changes to the market. Um, But we've also been humbled by the difficulty of changing the behavior of farmers and small-scale traders in a time where prices are very high and there's not good regulation from the authorities. What we have been able to do is to bring together the exporters and the government for the first time in 30 years to sit down with the international industry and talk about the problems. Um, We have been able to rebuild the sector organization's who are beginning to talk about how we improve the market. Um, And we have been able to implement some changes that have made a positive difference, um, such as uh, working very clearly in advance to set a formal opening of when you can harvest vanilla to help reduce the early harvesting to try to get some real discipline about when what we call pre-financing is done. In other words, when money is brought into the country to help support buying. Um, And all these efforts are to try to deter some of the early picking, which means trying to bring in some discipline around quality. Um, We've also worked hard to help address some of the consequences of the cyclone, uh, which was very damaging to farmers in one of the main vanilla growing areas. Um, So, we're working with uh, 2,000 women headed households uh, in the Antalaha area um, to restore their food production and help bring back vines so they can rebuild their vanilla growing areas. all of this is uh, part of the small steps that we can make during a time when it's hard to create change. But we believe this does set a good foundation for having much more expansive impact as we move into a a time when there is enough vanilla supply on the market, such that buyers can really reward good quality, uh, such that we can really reward the farmers and the organizations who are delivering good returns back to their farmers, are investing in more traceable supply chains.
0: maybe to add on that, I think the successes of this also is that we were able to define a kind of a roadmap uh, agreed agenda with different stakeholders, even if you would expect the difference in interest between the market players and the producers, but there is a lot of consensus about what needs to be done. Uh, that's the first step anyway in any process. Uh, and the other one, I think we also leveraged uh, some funding. So the whole project we have together with uh, the International Labour Organization is an achievement as such. We are building up a, a, a large program on assuring there is no child labor in the sector and also building up the tools, like we said, like traceability, this uh, center of expertise uh, we want to develop uh, for extension services. So there is a lot in in building in difficult circumstances, but there is a lot of, of things that we can build upon. So yes, it's not an easy moment, but we are looking with hope for 2018.